Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. How did you get into the trad wife obsession? Wait, are we starting? Yes. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's go for it. And All right. we've started now. And we started, yes. Hi, welcome to Lady Journey. Welcome. We have an amazing, beautiful guest, Ginny Hogan. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, and your name you. is spelled with a G, like Ginny Weasley, and that's one of the reasons I'm drawn to you. Oh, that's I, nice to I like that spelling better. Well, also because it has gin in the in the title. Oh, yes. Yes. Like the alcoholic beverage? Yes. When I was in high school, I was on the soccer team, and my like soccer nickname was Gin and Juice, and I had it written Ooh. on the back of my sweatshirt, but then... <laughs> I went to like a Catholic school and they mm-hmm. told me I couldn't be wearing it at school because it was an alcoholic beverage. I thought Catholics love to drink though. They, they do. Yeah. Oh, they do. <laughs> a little grandpappy's cough syrup. <laughs> yes. I think that they, I don't know why. That's a really good point. I should have pushed back. Yeah. 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 Well, they, only in hindsight. Sometimes I wish we, what we know now, we could really take it to when we were kids like that movie 13 going on 30 my version would be a lot darker where I would just eviscerate adults <laughs> yeah yeah, yes yeah. yeah. so that's the only reason I would use a time machine people are like what era would you travel to I'm like well I'm a woman so <laughs> nothing before the 70s yeah but just back to my own childhood yeah. <laughs> to be like it's gonna be okay <laughs> that movie is so creepy though because he's falling in love with a woman who has the development of a 13 year old Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's like really... um, flowers of Algernon yeah. situation yeah. happening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and also big in the same, yes. in the same genre of like. But, but however, I will say big. That's how indistinguishable from any other straight man, right? You're yes. like, he's underdeveloped. Yeah. I love yeah. him. <laughs> I can teach him. Yes, I can teach true. him math. Very true. Yeah. Now we were just talking about the trad wives. Can mm-hmm. you give us a little rundown of what this is? This is your new obsession. This is my new obsession. Okay, so trad wives is for traditional wives and they are women who are homemakers they stay home they take care of the house a lot of the times they take care of their children but a lot of times they don't have children yet many of them are very very young it's like gen z millennial tiktokers instagram influencers who post videos of their their lives at home and the content really runs the gamut some of it feels very non you know non-controversial it's like i'm gonna help you you know i'm gonna show you me baking this pie for my husband and then some of it is like birth control is gonna give you a disease like it's <laughs> yeah. really like it, yeah. it kind of it's a there's a wide range that's hilarious yeah. i yeah. love pie at one end of the spectrum yeah. just you know making yeah. a pie non-threatening and then um satan is in your home yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well i felt like that happened to me a situation of like Tumblr in the early or 2010s era, I would follow an account just because they had like fashion. And then all of a sudden I realized I'm on an eating disorder (laughs) situation where I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, this actually turned. But because those intersect lifestyle and eating disorders. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it is really dark. I mean, my Instagram for you page was all eating disorder content or it was all like before and after and like the relaxed versus posed side by sides. And that was just like kind of my default. I think that they just like give it to women by default. So then I started like actively searching cat accounts and now it's all cats. So I have oh, solved that yeah. problem. You got yourself but, back on the yeah. right track. <laughs> yeah, but it was like really, I don't think I had searched 
anything that would lead them to think I wanted that content. Well, yeah. being a woman. Well, sometimes you're just like fascinated by the yeah. video and yeah. then all of a sudden they think that's your new lifestyle and you're yeah. like, I'm yes. actually just kind of hate watching. Yes, this. Totally. Yeah, that's yeah. where the algorithm yeah. is not right. And it's 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 so basic. Like my for you page on YouTube is like positive affirmations and then heinous stand up. There's no in between. <laughs> yeah. I'm just on a freaking roller coaster on YouTube. But now I love because we're a lifestyle podcast, you know, because we love things like you know doing stuff around the house um you know the attempt to kind of like what we're attempting to is like have this trad wife lifestyle but in the liberal mindset in a liberal mindset and in a way where we don't really have the budget for it (laughs) we also have no time because we have to work yeah (laughs) yeah well i think a lot of trad wife influencers like will talk about i mean they're living on one income so some of them their husbands make a lot of money a lot of them they don't so they are talking about how to like save money via doing everything from scratch so i think that they from that perspective i think that they can provide a lot of like useful tips but you do have to have a spare 12 hours a day yes to make literally everything from scratch now do you think ballerina farms is a trad wife are you familiar with her her family they're the, always making intricate focaccias. You know, they're yes. making a bread that needs to be proof for like 28 hours exactly. Yeah. But they've also got seven kids. And then people have noticed they have a $34,000 stove behind them. And then you people did deep dive and they're from the JetBlue family. Okay, I did. I do know who that is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where I'm like, is, I can't tell if I like her or not. If she's good for us or bad for us. Right, right. It's like you're doing everything from scratch, but only because this is deeply your hobby. Yeah. Is making yeah, yeah. a meatball <laughs> sub from only ingredients. Yes, from hacking the cow to yeah. the, making the bread. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is fine, which I'm fine with. <laughs> yeah, I will say I'm fine with trad, tra- trad wives doing it for themselves. I think that what people criticize is when they get very prescriptive and they're like, Women are subservient to men, and that's the way it was meant to be, and women will be happier if they accept this role. But, like, I do think that they are kind of in search of happiness, and there is something a little bit, like, anti-materialist about it, because it's, like, Mm. instead of, like, going into the workforce, it's, like, how can I make myself happy at home? Yeah, that's interesting. But, you know, it does kind of cross over. It's like we were saying earlier. It's, like, it crosses over into uh, a weirdness where you're, like, okay, now it's getting a bit demented, where you're now you're telling me that, like, um, store-bought bread is Satan, and that's not what I'm about. Yeah. yeah, it can go dark. It can go easily. dark. And that's what I'm fascinated. It feels almost like um uh like a horror. Yeah, like a, a way. Like, like a like, kind of get out where it looks really nice on the outside. Wives yeah, yeah, exactly. or something. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I just never see it working out for them in the long run because I feel like if the husband's the breadwinner and they're subservient to him, he there is a power dynamic that's happening. That I just feel like it w- never works out for the female in the end. Right. Especially so like, if they're based on also keeping up with their appearances where you, it's really hard to do that just with naturally aging and life stuff. Yeah. It, it, also and shopping tra- at the dollar store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, you know, I think that there's a, re- there's a really interesting culture of women are kind of like uh, supposed to be... Uh, 
guided away from the workforce in a way and it's like well it supports the patriarchy right if we're not actively instead of working we're like well I'm just gonna make a dress out of the sack I found on the ground you know and it's really interesting to me because I think we have like a lot of other things that come in place of that this is my theory that I've been working on that where it's like you have such a huge to do about like the wedding industrial complex and the baby industrial complex and it's like this is what they've given women in place of getting an identity through your job it's like well your identity can be through your bachelorette party your bridal shower your wedding and then subsequently the baby shower the you know the honeymoon the baby shower the you know all of these other things that women get to do to celebrate themselves and I think that's why we have like bridezillas yes because it's like this is my moment I didn't go to school like I planned because of Terry yeah Yeah, well, uh, someone said something interesting to me once because I kind of hate the idea of having a wedding. I think it would make me self-conscious. But the person I was talking to is also a comedian. And she's like, well, we get a lot of time when we are like the center of attention. So I don't know if you guys relate to that as comedians. Like already feeling like I know what it's like to have everyone looking at me. It's good and bad in a lot of ways, but I don't I don't crave more of it. Yes. And so it's not yeah. like the one time I'd be experiencing that. Oh. That's that's very true. That's it's very awful. true. Yeah, well, you're like, I had a show and it was a nightmare because afterwards everyone came out to see me and I was like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I've come to my home. Come to my home. I'm gonna, I will be there for you. If anything happens, I'm going to be there for you. Can I send you money? You know? Yeah. yeah. And it, you yeah. just feel like almost a guilt in a way that yeah. everyone has taken their time to support you. Yeah. And, and get, feel guilty to say this, but it feels very draining. It, do, it does. Yeah. yeah to yeah. have... And also mix your party, your friend groups, where you're like, well, I got this uncle that likes to hug everybody. (laughs) I have my one friend that doesn't accept hugs where I'll just people please and let people hug. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because we were talking about that. Yes. We had a friend of the family that wanted to hug. He was drunk. He hugged me and he was feeling good. He was like, can I give you a hug? And my friend was like, no. And he wouldn't let it go for the rest of the wedding. Yeah. That's really creepy. Fun guy. Uncle fun. But that's like the attention that you don't want to deal with. Or it's just like, that's not the fun part of being having a thing that's built for you. Yes. It's like, I thought this was going to be my party. And instead I am the manager of an office right now. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, did you know, did you do your thing? Okay. You're harassing. And now (laughs) clock out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Now what got you into the, I don't want to say obsession with trad wives, but you know, just like a, a heavy study period of them. I well, I think that TikTok. I figured out I liked them, and then sh- started showing them to me. I do have kind of a weird obsession with like conservative culture. Like I do find it more entertaining. Like I, mm-hmm. I would never watch like CNN, but I can be entertained watch like going through like right wing Twitter. So like I kind of like this because it. I mean, a lot of them are not like clearly political but a lot of them sort of are it just happens kind of yeah yeah yeah. like once you're saying that you support the patriarchy it just you kind of take a side but um yeah which is should burn (laughs) that's just what i think though i just embroidered it to a pillow (laughs) yeah exactly but like i yeah i do feel like um i i it's just so like different from what i know and like i i will say that with tradwise i do see the appeal like i 
it, it seems nice to not have to work. I don't know. Like, right. I think that's our fantasy. Cause we like, we almost have a fantasy where it's like, Oh, I am so overworked. I'd love a vacation. Yeah. But then after like a month of it, it's like, what's on the other side of that where right. you're like, okay, now I am tasked with a fully different job that's unpaid and not recognized as work in any way. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And sometimes this sounds awful to say, I'm just speaking from my own experience. I'm in the mindset of like, I'm trying to get career picked up. I can make a viable income source. It's not happening. My husband's career is just flourishing. And he's a pretty great guy that I could just give into it and be a trad wife probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I don't want to. But I feel like if I did give into it, my life actually would be a lot easier mentally. Because it feels like this trad wife is almost maybe um, an overcorrection of the hustle culture that we're all like still so caught up in. I mean, like I'm a millennial, so it's like it's just been 15 years of like I sleep six hours a night and I have 18 green teas. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't eat and I get my work done and I'm yeah. like running around. I'm not even doing anything, but it just feels like the right thing to do. And that's New York and like having a career. Totally. And I also think like, I mean, we're artists, so we also do a lot of work for no money. So yes, like there yeah, is the like, time. we have to do work for money because people need money and then, or people who aren't trad wives. And then we also have to do all this like unpaid work. So we're kind of already doing like the unpaid component and we're not getting this like benefit. Also like we still have to clean our houses. Like it's like everything that trad wives yes. do is just like part of, they just do things slowly. That's what's appealing is they just have the time to do yes. what yes. everyone else needs to do. So it is. Yeah. Are you a cleaner? Do you enjoy cleaning? I actually do enjoy cleaning. Um, I think one problem though is that I'm not that bothered by things that are like dirty. So I have a roommate now. I have to be better about cleaning. Um, I have a cat and I'm not bothered by like his litter kind of being around the box, but mm-hmm. I, I need to be better about cleaning that up. But I, I yeah. find it relaxing. It's just like busy like me too yes. i love i put on a podcast yeah. i feel like i'm solving a crime yeah, yeah. and i'm just going around <laughs> yeah. but then i only like to clean when i have the time and space mm-hmm. to like take my little two milligram edible yeah go yes. on a journey in my yeah. mind like i'm not cleaning like day to day yeah only yeah. when i have the special time of like it's like a mental rest for right. me it almost. Really, yeah it really can't be yeah and it's yeah. the only place that i see results <laughs> that's a really good point. It's yes. satisfying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. You're like, I did it. Yeah. There. yeah. Meanwhile, writing, Before, you're like, what did what did come out? What yeah. came out after an yeah. hour? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Like I love to put clothes in the laundry machine, and then it's like, <sighs> that's an hour where they're being cleaned. And I don't have to do anything. Like, yeah. But it's still process. Done. I'm doing yeah. something. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a good feeling. Now I love your articles that you write, and I was um, saying before the podcast, I love like your freelance one. You had a really great one that was about. Um, I found it inspiring. It was about being freelance, but then also budgeting your time in a way that's uh, you're accountable for actually resting and you're not just like working every second. And can you talk a little bit about um, how you got to a place where you could write that article? Yeah, totally. So I had a column for a while that was about freelancing, which was very good for helping me like collect my thoughts about what it means to be a freelancer, because like it is. Like, I used to have a salary job, and there's something really nice about, like, if you just, like, are lazy at work one day, you might get in trouble, but you're still getting paid the same amount every day. And, like, now it's, like, if I take the, like, everything I, all the money I make comes in, like, specific increments tied to a specific task. And so if I take the afternoon off, I'm losing money. And a lot of the times I take the afternoon off by because I don't have anything in particular to do. So from that perspective, it's nice, but I'm not making any money. So it, like, it feels really difficult mentally to like be able to attribute all like to have 
my time so clearly mapped onto money in a way that it wasn't when I ha- had like a, a nine to five salary job. So I think like, I mean, part of it is um, just kind of like accepting that some amount is enough and that like, yeah, I don't need to be like, okay. con- like, I'm also like, I, I do want to work on kind of longer term projects that don't pay out in the short run or maybe at all. So I don't want to just like every chance I get, you know, like take any kind of paid work. And, and I am also like a lot of the times I'm like dog sitting or something like I'm on Robert, like let dogs come to my house and that kind of thing. And like, it does feel like it can be easy to fall into only chasing these like small gigs. And so if I only do that, I like don't have time for anything else. And I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. Yeah. So you kind of have to be like, I'm setting the boundary because even though in the moment it feels scary and bad, yeah. but I know in the long term, this is what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like, I feel like in stand-up where you start realizing you can say no to some gigs. Mm, yes, yeah. And then maybe take a lesser paid gig, but you get to do 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So then in the long run, that helps you out to make more money. Definitely. Because you yes. get to start making material or have yeah. like a body of work. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever write any articles uh, with freelancing about like streamlining, streamlining your work? Do you ever feel that you're all over the place doing so many different things and you don't have um, efficiency. Yeah, I'm not efficient at all. I have, like, I don't know if I, <laughs> I love wrote that. about that. But, like, Very honest. I, I, I do have, like, I'm, I'm working on it. It's, like, a goal of mine, too. Because the other thing is that, like, because I, I work for myself, I'm a freelancer, I don't have to... Um, work any number of days so if I'm like paid to do some task it doesn't have to take me five hours if I get it done in two hours then I make the same amount of money doing it so it would be great to be more efficient um I I try to like have a very set like I try to have like two hours in the morning of like very focused work and like I don't usually get there but that can actually like I feel like for writing that's like a lot of writing like if you actually I I very rarely get there but a lot of times like when I do that I and then nothing else it's still more productive than days where I'm like kind of on my computer all day but like checking social media right you're looking on the email I know I think after two hours when you're writing or you're doing any type of creative work you really start to have a drop off where it's just like diminishing returns yeah I've had that where it's like hour you know in the first hour I'm like I'm a genius by hour four I'm like why can't I think of a word (laughs) yeah 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 totally but also I feel like now before we all had to do our own social media and put all that where we're doing a lot of grunt work of office work of Mm stand-up I felt like one to two hours a day for just stand up. You are killing it. Oh, that's yes. so for much. Most yeah. stand up. You're yeah. like, when I hear some comics putting in, like when they're writing four hours, I'm like, well, I don't really notice on stage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Where you're like, it's no different than anyone if they were put into one to two hours. Yeah. 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 It's just yeah. the culture of workaholism is so ingrained in us, especially I think in New York City where it's like, I, it's not the norm now, but I remember it was like five years ago. It was so like, it was like the height of achievement to be like, I'm so busy. I'm so tired. And it's like, yeah. well, and you're I not eight efficient. Spots tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not efficient. You're, you're taking, you're over committing. Which, yeah. you know, that's me, though. And if you're doing eight spots and you're telling the same joke the same way every time. Like, whereas if you do one spot a night and then the next morning you're like, let me change that joke, make it a little bit better. Then you're, like, actually improving. Yeah, yeah it's intent, rather. Yeah. I think that was the argument with the 10,000-hour rule, yeah. right? You're yeah. like, because I always thought this, like, the 10,000-hour rule doesn't really apply to handwriting. Because mm. we've all put in 10,000 hours, but <laughs> we have some people that are that's just like, true. I still can't read your handwriting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really you're a point. doctor. Yeah. 
<laughs> you, yeah. yeah. That yes. you're like, so it doesn't, it's intent or like if you're, if this is what you want to try to do. Yeah. Then you'll have better results rather than just like, I'm going to, because I've done that thinking like, oh, I worked really hard today because I actually wrote like did an artist way journal entry, mm-hmm. but you're like, all I did was just write how I don't want to fucking do this. And I did not yeah. create one kind of piece of work yeah. that could go on stage. You know what I've been doing? I take my journal entry, I put it into the chat GPT mm. and I say, can you summarize this and tell it back to me, put it in third person. And it is very revealing. Wow. <laughs> it's like Katie was worried about her weight again. <laughs> It's really interesting because I never, I can't read my own writing because I go back and it's just so triggering immediately and it's the same thoughts over and over again. And, you know, a lot of times it's constructive and it's a way to kind of just like drain the swamp, if you will. Yeah. But it was, it was really interesting to just see. I was like, ah, okay. I need a robot to tell me to stop ruminating. Oh, wow. That is my my body issues. Yeah. Now, so you're doing the articles, right? You're freelancing the articles and then you're also freelancing as a comedian. And are you in other any other ventures right now? Um, I do kind of like very passive things. Like I'm on Rover, so like dogs can come. Um, okay, like if yeah. someone, I honestly like will do. A, I'm like pretty open to anything someone offers me. Money I like for. a like, little gig. Yeah, yeah a little gig. Absolutely. Like I don't. Um, I, I don't say yes to everything, but there's no like one type of thing I always say no to. Yeah. Um. So I'm pretty open, but I would say yeah, like comedy and social media related things. Yeah. And and, and so uh, now we had tried to get you last month, but you mm-hmm. were experiencing yes. the Edinburgh yes. Fringe Festival. Yeah. Tell us everything. What was it uh, like? It was so fun. Have Have you guys been? No. I have not been. No. I romanticize about it, and then I talk to people about it and then I realize what it's going to mean for me and I realize it's not part of my personality. Yeah. I think if we could do a Lady Journey play. Yeah. If we could do a Lady Journey two-person show of sorts. It's the self-promoting that gets me. Yeah. It hurts my feelings that only there's a high chance for 30 days three people will come to your show. Yes. Yeah. So I what can't was get people like? to come here. In, a, in New York and I have a network. <laughs> You're like, to my home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a show out of my home. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so could tell us, what was your experience? What were the highs and lows? It was so hard. So that was a low. And the days that very few people came, that was also a low. Yeah. Um, the highs are that I did, it was like every day I got to do my hour and then I had a lot of free time to like actually work on it. And I had been doing my hour once a month for like a year and a half and I don't feel like it was getting any better because like mm-hmm. I just you know I'd change a joke but I wouldn't really remember how it had worked the month before and stuff so this was like very concentrated time working on the hour um it was like definitely the hardest experience my show was at one in the afternoon so like I got a lot of audiences during the week that was all retired people okay <laughs> um okay. and sometimes they were literally falling asleep <laughs> I think like a lot of them just oh, wanted a place man. to sit um, but I still like I, there was no show where I felt like I got nothing out of it um, I saw a lot of really great comedy at first I was like very scared to go see anything because I was like oh my god it's gonna really get me in my head I'm gonna be like this person's so much better prepared but you really like stuff runs the gamut like people are bringing in like very new stuff very polished stuff it, it would if you wanted to do a play of Lady Journey it would be the place to do it because like they do have the most creative stuff that you would just like it, oh my it's gosh. really imaginative <laughs> Lady like, Journey the musical yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> 
I felt, yeah, like this kind of like improv that's super specific. Like people really do get like extremely creative. It's really cool. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's so wonderful. Now, um, your show, I had seen you promoting it. It was about your kind of a rock bottom experience or... Yeah, kind of. It kept changing. Well, really, this is sort of weird. So I wrote a stand-up hour, and then I wanted to, like, have a hook for it. So I, like, arranged it chronologically, and I had, like, I am sober. I got sober a couple years ago, and, like, before that, I had been doing stand-up about being, like, really messy and whatever so which we love we love yeah. a hot mess of <laughs> yeah course. And I still am like a hot mess in many ways but it like definitely felt like I could arrange it chronologically to like tell that story mm-hmm. and then I kept trying to like change it was like I kept like changing around the lesson that I learned which like really makes sense so, like, <laughs> I love but I learned a yeah. lot of lessons so yeah. none of them were were a lie but um anyway so I eventually kind of settled on a hook and it is about like getting sober and kind of like I used to work in tech and sort of being obsessed with like data and numbers and how mm. that kind of like led me awry. Um, yeah, but I, I would I would like pitch it as a stand up hour. Like I didn't want people to think okay. it was like a one person show because there wasn't that much narrative. It was like mostly stand up. Yes, yeah. There's a there's a big there's a big difference between a one person show and a stand up hour, and that yeah. is the dead air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The lines that have no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I do feel like if you call something a one man show or one woman show, one person show, whatever, then you get a little bit more leeway with you bombing. You're like, you and do. that yes. was yes. that was a yeah. speech. I feel like the audience will go on the journey with you. Where yeah. if you're doing a one woman show in a comedy club. They're livid. Oh, they don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. They yeah. don't like that. I know. Sometimes it feels like I'm doing a woman show <laughs> in yeah. Atlantic City. Yeah. I'm like, is anyone? Yeah. Um, now, um, so where did you stay when you were in Edinburgh? What was the? Tr- I I can't get myself to say Edinburgh. I just feel like I am one of those people that's like, I'll have the carnitas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, where did you stay in Edinburgh? Tell us about the, um, like the travel experience. Yeah, I stayed in basically a University of Edinburgh dorm. Um, oh, great, with, great. With one of my friends who was also doing the festival. Um, oh, that's so th- fun. Yeah, it was very convenient. It was like a 15-minute walk to my venue. It was not super expensive. It was a dorm, so it was like kind of like the bathroom was like the size of this chair that I'm sitting on. It was like an it was like an airplane bathroom. Oh, I love but, it. Yeah, yeah, it was totally fine for a month. It was fine. Um, the travel experience was, was good. I went to... Like the Scottish Highlands after, which were oh, so pretty, good and like for Isle of Skye, yeah, it was just like open green. It felt like Game of Thrones, so that was really wonderful. Um, and then I'm, I didn't. Okay, this is like a an embarrassing thing to say, but um, ever since my phone plan automatically gives me the same service overseas as I get in the U.S., mm-hmm. I like which I, I guess happened a couple years ago. I don't feel as much culture shock like I think that my culture shock used to be like feeling lost in a new place and now I have data there it's just everything's global yeah everything's so yeah yeah yeah. I remember just thinking like you go traveling you're like I want to get something that you can't really get over in the states and then you're like you can get anything over in the states I guess I'll get McDonald's yeah 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 yeah. yeah. even that I enjoy a McDonald's in another country because they have different food items though. yes yeah, they, they do, do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was listening to this podcast um, it was called I think it was called 
seekers or something like that. I never know. We'll we'll put it in the notes or we won't. <laughs> but it was about it was about um, people that go to other cultures. This one was focusing on India. This kind of it's called India syndrome. Although the people who were um, native to India in this podcast did not think that it was real, but it was like people going to India seeking kind of enlightenment and then getting off track and then ending up kind of dying because you're, you're kind of maybe you're have a mental illness that's undisclosed or, you know, yeah. it hasn't surfaced, but, but they, as they're kind of going into this podcast, they're like, what it is, is an extreme form of culture shock that people have in all these other different places. Like there's a specific type of culture shock where you go to Paris and you're like, this is kind of shitty, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I've, I went to, I studied abroad in Russia when I was in college and I had serious, I mean, the culture shock was wild to me. And I think it was so wild because Russian people look very similar to mm-hmm. what I look like, but the language is so different. The alphabet, it's a different alphabet. Yeah. The food there is demeanor. very strange. Oh yeah, the demeanor, forget it. Like the food is like, it's like, let's have some cold fish. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so they, they, I've never heard of someone dying of culture shock. Is it like they don't, go to the hospitals because they don't know them or something? Well, it's kind of like it causes them to have a psychotic break. Oh, wow. And then they either, maybe they wander into the woods or they kill themselves oh or, you know. It could just be isolation, too, because yeah. I, remember I had this, like, it was mind-opening for me. I went to live in England um, on my own in, in my, like, 19, when I was 19, and I was thinking, like, you know, gonna be great like yes. you know that feeling of like I'm really gonna find myself here and then you're just like I think my alcoholism kicked up a notch and yeah. I had didn't have a job to I just saved money I thought mm-hmm. that I could just live off that for a while finding work was harder than I thought um also the way they did things was quite different than how they, I was used to doing jobs in America um and that I was just lonely all the time. And then you yeah. realize, oh, I like I prefer tra- having somebody with me to be like, isn't this crazy that we're existing together? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yes. It's like a tree falling yeah. in the woods. Like, does it make a noise? Like, I just felt like me being there by myself was pointless. Yeah, yeah. Just haunting. Yeah. When you're an alcoholic and you're traveling alone, I think it can it can get dark quick. <laughs> yeah. Like I had a time. I think I've told this story on the podcast before. Forgive me if I have. But I was in Hawaii for a one woman show. And I remember I, this. One. Yeah, yeah. I got hammered alone. I woke up naked in my bed with chocolate, just chocolate <laughs> melting to my body. Yeah. And I was like, well, that was a low point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say like being alone in a big city is way lonelier than being alone on your own because you're seeing everyone else like socialize. Yes. You're you're being terrorized by honeymoons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you're trying to find I was trying to fit in mm-hmm. like I was trying to find I just felt like I didn't. And I was shocked because I remember going, I got my uh, waiting tables position at the world's biggest chili in Cambridge. And I was there for about a week. And then one of the managers pulled me aside and was like, kind of like it wasn't working out because he just felt like um, I wasn't expressing happiness. Uh, And I was like, I'm thought this was the English way not that I was doing that but I just naturally have a resting bitch face yeah yeah. and I was kind of it made me feel self-conscious and he was like is there any way we can work on this and I remember just being like I don't know is there a book like (laughs) I I mean this is this is me like I can't I'm 
just I just started, so I'm just a little bit shy. So I just thought it was it made me feel so self conscious. Yeah, what am I supposed to be a che- a cheerleader to work at the chili place? Yeah, that <laughs> in does England, seem very sexist. Yeah, hilarious. Weird. Well, that happens a yeah. lot because I when I did wait tables the. The people that got the worst comments were the front of the the hostesses, and it was always females. And I was literally like, "These women are so nice. What do they have to do like to get a four here? Like cartwheels, right?" So that yeah. kind, of, yeah. So maybe now in hindsight, it was sexist, but when you're twenty. Or nineteen, you're just like, oh, it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just internalize <laughs> it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Now, so you went to the Scottish Highlands. What was that trip like for you? It was so nice. So my boyfriend came out like two days before. Oh, love it! Ended. Romance. Yeah. It was fun, and he rented a car, which is really good because I'm not a good driver. I just learned how to drive recently. Oh, good for you. Um, yeah, but I was like way too scared to drive in Scotland. So he did yeah. all the driving. The driving was terrifying. They had something I'd never seen before, which was two way one lane roads. Wow. I like don't know how they did it, but you have to be like just constantly looking ahead, which I guess you have to do anyway when you're driving. <laughs> like, you just like you have to go very slowly in case a car is coming at you on the same lane and then there are mm-hmm. these like little pockets that you can fall off into. Yes. Um and the one wow. lane is not even really wide enough for one car. It's it's tiny. And wow. it's, they don't have like hummers there. So yeah. all the European cars are like compact. Yeah. I also it feels like um all the hedges are tall, so when mm-hmm. you go around corners, you have no idea if you're about to just slam into another car. Wow. Yeah, but it's all it all works out. <laughs> yeah, 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 one yeah. way or another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, since you're sober, like, how do you treat yourself? Like, when you go out, like, what's your big thing that you love to do? Um, I get ice cream all the time. Ooh. That's like kind of when I started. When I was like first sober, I like just ate ice cream for dinner basically mm-hmm. and now like that I just am kind of like stuck with the habit but like it kind of I don't know it I think it's fine because I still get like the sugar cravings that I used to get from wine um mm-hmm. so that's definitely one of the ways I treat myself but I also like go to bed very early um oh that's my God, like, I'm so yeah. jealous so what, luxurious what, what's your early when I don't have anything to do, I'm like in bed reading at like eight thirty. Oh, during the pandemic, wow. it was it got Love like wild. I, I think I my body naturally wants to keep like farmers' hours. Mm-hmm. Um, like my grandfather's a farmer, <sighs> and maybe I just like inherited it. But like, I aspire to that. It's it's like good and bad. Like I am like off the world schedule. Um, but I wake up naturally very early, and then Are I'm you like, talking like four a.m. Like sometimes, yeah, really, which isn't good. And I always try to get back to sleep, but I don't always. Um, it's horrible for stand up. But I'm like yeah, always just like true. drinking coffee at like 7 p.m. if I have a late show. Yeah, so yeah, that's not great. But um, yeah, I love I love that as you're you're like I treat myself. I'm going to bed. <laughs> like, it is luxury. really nice. It's like very nice. Yeah. It is lovely. I'm into that too. I'm really into like the bedtime ritual, the routine of like, you know, if I ha- can have a day off, not having very much coffee, tucking myself in, like mm-hmm. saying a good night, having my book, having my little lemon water. Yeah, and it's the best place. It's the best place to get any reading done. It really is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What are you reading right now? I'm reading House of Mirth. I don't okay. know why. I just like found it on my on someone's bookshelf who just told me to take a book. Who is that by? Edith uh, Wharton. Edith Wharton. Yeah, yeah, I've read it. I've read it. Yeah. Is this the one? Is House of Mirth the one where he has the he has a fiance and then he's dating a different girl? Yeah, and it's like the mm-hmm. perspective of this woman who's like 
29 and feels very over the hill but it's like very beautiful and was very picky in her yeah. early 20s and she's like her family's lost all their wealth um I, but you know that makes me sound more intellectual than i am to, to cite a classic i am reading it but i'm also reading a book called the lies you told which okay. is like a trashy thriller Ooh, that's like really fun. Yeah. i love thrillers i also do i love um like classics of the uh the gilded era in new yeah. york there's something about them that you you find like edith wharton if she, if she was on TikTok today, yeah, I mean, she, she just yeah. encapsulates all of the same shit that we yeah. deal with, but it's like back in the day. It's yeah, wild. Totally. And this, like, her being 29 is just the equivalent today of like 39. Like, they're just like, yeah. it's, you still have the same pressures of like, oh, did I let all my good options go by? Like, should I have gotten married younger? Like, did I hold out too long? So I think that from that perspective, it feels very relatable to me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And this is the girl in the House of Mirth that she she has no, she has nothing. Yeah, but she grew up rich, so she has, she's very expensive. Oh, I'm excited for you to have the ending of this book. It's, oh, okay. I won't okay. Say, I'll say no more. Okay. No spoilers. Cool. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Now you have a kitty cat. Oh my God, yes. So you got a cat recently, because I've been like following you online, and yes. I let you do cat content now, which is very fun. Is it yes. kitten, or did you get... He's one, okay. which I only learned. Okay, well, I'll tell you my dramatic cat story. My friend took the cat off the street and said that the cat like approached him. My friend who lives in Bushwick, and I've never been approached by a street cat, so I can understand why it would be the kind of experience that would make you feel like you needed to adopt the cat. Like, I don't think he was meant to live on the street. So, um, my friend took him in and then discovered his roommate was allergic. So he almost immediately okay. needed to find someone to take the cat. I took the cat and kind of thought if it didn't work out, maybe I'd give him to my sister who lived in the suburbs. Like I've never had a pet before. Um, but I just like fell in love with him so fast. He's oh. very cute. I thought he was a baby. And then I got his medical records and they said that he was three years old. <laughs> and <laughs> that always but, makes me laugh. It's like yeah. when you find there's like some families that have adopted a yeah. child and they find out it's a 13 year old girl. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the curious case of Natalia Grace. But with yes, my cat. Yeah. 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 Um, well then what happened is like a month after I got him, I live on the fifth floor. He jumped out a window. Oh my gosh! So I thought they had the intuition to know their heights. Yeah, they're. My, I think my cat is stupid. Like I have to like <laughs> slide off tables and stuff. He doesn't yeah. have the grace of a cat. Um, and so. Uh, he was badly injured. It was really sad. He was all cut up. He was like bleeding everywhere. Cool. He didn't move or eat. Um, I took him to the vet and I eventually, because it was like a long time that he went without like moving or eating, I checked him in for an overnight to get x-rays and he's fine now. There was nothing like permanently wrong with him, but they told me that he was actually still a baby because they found like growth plates in the x-rays. Oh, that's yeah. how they knew Natalia Grace. Yeah, yeah. As a child because she had growth plates. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, 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 yeah. So he was a baby. He was a baby, which could be why he jumped out the window. Like maybe mm. he's stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. or yeah. he's a a man. Yeah, he's a, he's a boy cat. <laughs> what can yeah. he do? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. But so you you um use the cat in your comedy a, a lot. I feel like on your social media presence. Yeah, I think it's like my social media is truly just like a reflection of what I am thinking about. Like I'm so indiscriminate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like really don't have it in me to try to present anything cooler than what is going on, and so I love to take pictures of my cat. So I put pictures of him online. That's great. Yeah, yeah. you have such a vibrant social media presence. I mean, you're you're posting constantly. It seems like you're working all the time. Yeah. Even you know, I'm 
I'm like, how? Do, I see you online. I'm like, how does this girl rest? You're just there, you're like a Beyonce. You're on there all the time. That's yeah, so nice for you to say. Yeah, it's it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. I think actually, social media could be one area where I've like become efficient because I just like batch record a bunch of things and then like post them everywhere. There I will say I, I have hated the transition because I loved Twitter and Twitter was like so Me fast. Me too. It's like yeah. you think it, it's out there. Yes. And so yeah. now it's like I think it and then I have to record myself saying it, but I kind of just keep track of them and then I record them all at once. So like. Fortunately, I also do something crazy where I delete all of my apps like every day after I've posted on them. Wow. It's really, it's like obsessive, but, but I think it stops it takes me time. you. Yeah. It stops you from going back into the app. Yes, yeah, the, yeah, to check on things. External validation. Yeah. I have the timer set on, so I have to go through a series of other steps to get into the app. But oh, that's it, good. It slows me down by like one second. Yeah. I'm like, you think yeah, you're you stopping? Persevere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm very fast at like reinstalling and logging back in. So, like, and that's I'm like, I still do get in a lot. But um, yeah. I don't I don't know I, I have like hated the new transition to video and it also feels like the algorithms are so unpredictable like you can be doing well for a week and then like nothing for a month and it's just like such a roller coaster it is it yeah. is and I'm here for it and I'm I'm ready to climb yeah it's um, like the number one conversation amongst comics yeah is the amongst, yeah, yeah. A, a, yeah a genre that was purely live performance yes. and is yeah. now nowhere <laughs> even close to that yeah yeah, yeah. well I also feel feel like and this is fine for anybody do what you need to do but like I think it can be bad for art to cater to an algorithm you know to like be like okay this did really well so now I gotta just do this kind of content all the time and then you're like well then you don't get that's why I prefer like whatever comes to my mind I'm just gonna shoot it out yeah just having yeah having less of a filter because once you get filtered you kind of almost get bogged down by perfectionism and and there is it's right it's like the tyranny of the masses that we're kind of it's like if it's not like an Italian man yeah (laughs) if it's not a man being violently Italian it will it's it's going to be flagged yeah Yeah. stupid yeah Uh, now Jenny what's your journey that you're on now um, I would say that I'm on like a skincare journey that I'm Ooh. probably like pretty much always on, but Love I it. just changed up my routine post um, Edinburgh because I was like out of all my products. So I had been using P50V. Do okay. you know it? No. It's like, yes. okay, someone told me that it was like, it's over the counter, it's expensive. And someone told me that you can't use it with um, uh, tretinoid cream, that like they're too powerful to, okay. um, that you can't use both of them. So obviously I was like, <laughs> to use both of them because I need like the maximum yeah that was a disaster so it really irritated my skin um mm. so I got rid of my tretinoids and I was using p50v but then I decided I'd go back to tretinoids because I feel like I like everyone was on them so or everyone is on them or something so I'm like okay I need to I don't want to be like on the wrong one um except that like they're potentially cancerous so but what's not <laughs> like, what, like truly what's not right no um, what's what what area are you at with your uh, of your life with your skincare journey are you early 30s and you're kind of like worried about wrinkles are you doing the preventative for wrinkles or um yeah I'm I would say that I'm pretty early into the journey I like most of my 20s just did like sunscreen and one moisturizer and I at one point last year I got like a whole seven layer routine but I've like dropped a lot of them um Mm -hmm. so I'm pretty I'm pretty early into it but like 
every like I just I I am way too um responsive to what I hear people doing. Like anytime someone recommends Same. something, I just I need it. Yeah. Um, You're like, oh that's what I need. I that's what why I'm not getting the yes. results. The yeah. holy because grail. Of, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I need yeah. that. Now are you doing the same thing morning and night? No, I but I do the same thing like every night. Like I now have like the same products I use and then like a one in the morning that's like a little bit faster um also i think that there's like i mean obviously social media is so toxic and like depending on what angle i'm holding my camera i feel like my neck looks like very old and i'm like concerned that my neck is aging faster than the rest of me i think i call it social media neck yeah, just like this yeah. Whole time. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I if you get start the wearing wrong... scarves in my oh, later yeah. years, like yes. Diane Keaton, yeah, and also like, yeah, <laughs> necks are easy to cover. It's true. Yeah, like, it's yeah. Like, yes. yeah. Just a turtleneck. That's all yeah, you need. Yeah, yeah. Move yeah. Cold. It's true. It's like we've never had this violent angle of our faces before, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it is an act of of aggression. Yeah. Well, it's so crazy because you'll be on TikTok and they'll be like, "Did you see Kim Kardashian's hands?" <laughs> and you're like oh yeah God. yeah you start yeah, looking at like, your hands you're like i have to start taking care of my hands now. yeah 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 it's so funny i know meanwhile we're just pissing away our money yeah <laughs> i made a recent skincare change i went back to a product which i love i now have the um ole henriksen um vitamin c truth serum that i have been using I in the morning called truth serum as if it's like <laughs> makes you say truthful things <laughs> like, i hate you <laughs> i hate your mother um it's it's a gorgeous vitamin uh it's vitamin c it's like a serum you put it on so i've just been doing that in my moisturizer in the morning and i do it at night too and it's like 50 bucks but i have to say my previous um thing that i was using i was using origins the like but not Origins, The Ordinary Buffet. That yeah. was kind of my serum, which was fine. And it's fine. It's like a budget, you know, but the Ole Henriksen. Oh, my God. It feels. That oh, it is. Yeah, so I'm, it makes I'm such a like difference. I need it. Yeah. Well, I always used to say, like, I don't really care. I just don't want to look like older than everyone else my age. Like, I'm yeah. fine with just like aging at my natural pace. But everyone is doing so much stuff that like to do that, you have to. It's like a rat race, which I think is also like a New York City thing. But it is. We we feel it's steroids. Yes, it's the face. My thing is like either we're all doing it or none of us are doing it because it's so unfair. It's like because it's so expensive. It takes up so much mental real estate to be like. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> I'm at the end of my Botox session, yeah. and I don't know if I have six hundred dollars. I'm gonna have to scrounge up money all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to be sucking dick for Botox yeah. out there on the street like an addict. Yeah, yeah. That's oh what I've gosh. been. This is a side note, but I've been hearing that about like Dubai. Apparently, it's like the like it's almost like prostitution's going on over there, but it's just like these high end influencers and then they have to do the most heinous things and I'm like not worth it to yeah, like keep no. up with the Joneses of to have like the hot like the hot look and all that stuff because they get paid an astronomical amount of money but they have to do some of the worst shit you'll ever hear. Like, wow, kind of I, I have to look into this. <sighs> like this eating shit. Oh my wow. god. Pissing in the oh mouth. Gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and Lady Journey. Lady Journey. <laughs> Trigger warning. <laughs> do they film it or that's just what the person makes them do like for compensation? But yeah, this is all, I'm getting all of this from TikTok. This has been something that's been pushed into my algorithm yeah. recently. But I've had, I've, there's a, uh, a lady on the new Real Housewives of New York that was like, 
um, mentioned that she dated a Saudi prince. And I'm like, who just dates a Saudi prince? From mm-hmm. what I gather, they just get a modeling agency to send them out a butt shitload of <laughs> models. And it's yeah. just kind of like a high-end escort service. So that's what I was like, oh, I think that's what she's been kind of doing. To Because I'm like, she doesn't work. So I'm wondering where her income's coming mm-hmm. from. This? Oh, my gosh. I smell a podcast. Yeah. yeah. I, I am here for it. I love that we buried the lead. We're like, cats. <laughs> Ice cream. There is a fucked up form of sexual servitude. Yeah. Um, well, I am... Uh, the, I just... Speculating. Yes. Full on speculation. Well, I I'll could be absolutely wrong. On yeah. It. But I suspect because I'm like, it's not adding up to me. No, no. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. But you always do see those. Um, I do love the Dubai TikToks where you see it's just like pure luxury, you know? Yeah. But then it's- they're like, no one, um, there's no one on the streets. Uh, they also, it feels like, I think there's slave labor. I know with Qatar, they had a huge issue. I know they're not the same place, but like, they make it seem so nice and then you go into the outskirts of the city and all the workers are like migrants from other country like India and they're just like living in insane poverty. Wow. But then they act like everything's great and you're like... Yeah, enjoy your trip to Qatar. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. That is where, wow. Where's next for you, Jenny? What's next on your... Are you traveling anywhere? I am. I'm going to a wedding in North Carolina and Ooh, then... love it. Country. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I love North Carolina. And then after that, I'm doing a show in Asheville and then Atlanta. So that's like a week from now. I'm leaving for that little that. southern road trip. Jenny um, goes down south. Yeah I, yeah. I honestly love the south. The people aren't great, but I think it's like really beautiful. It is. In the fall, the mountains. Yeah. 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 And the biscuits. pockets yeah. of good Biscuit. people. Oh yeah, God, they do. The yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 And Asheville for sure. And Atlanta. It's like really like driving through the beautiful mountains and seeing all the Trump signs really gets to me. Like I'm just like, why are you guys so angry? Like uh, you live in the most beautiful place in the world. You yeah. see that a lot where you're like, you're so used to living in New York and then <laughs> you just go to, you're like, <laughs> Uh, this is actually oh, America. Oh, yeah. This is yeah, America. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah. Now, just to wrap up here, one question we love to ask is, what's your top five things that you put in your suitcase? What's your packing like? Um, a lot of pairs of underwear. I oh, oh, you're a girl after my own Yeah, vagina. I have an IUD, and you never know when you need a new pair. Um, yeah. Sorry for the TMI. <laughs> I, um, I bring... Um, my sleep mask and my mouth guard. I can't sleep without them. So it's like very Are you a grinder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's very annoying when I forget them. It's like many like mm. sleepless nights. Um, I, I bring, sometimes I bring like a bullet blender if I'm like going to be on really? the road. Can okay. you take that in a carry on? They oh, have the small not little in, ones, I don't think in a right? carry on cause it has, I'm, no, I'm imagining like for a road trip. Okay. Thinking, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I love a bullet. Yeah. An extra charger. Oh. Cause I always lose mine. Um, and I guess I do. I mean, I bring other clothes too, but now, I can wear the same jeans for a week. Same. Yeah. But underwear, I, I need to I change need, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. As long yes, as you I'm feel clean with the yeah. stuff that's touching yes, your exactly. skin. Same bra. Like no, I, or no, sorry. I need a new bra, but like same sweatshirt. Yes. Kind of Although yeah. I will say this past weekend I packed in a rush, which I never do. I'm always like, I have a list the day before I go through and I put, and then I have time to go. I had no time. I was packing in a rush. I get to, I get to uh, Raleigh and it was so hot. I had, I had like a weird bodycon dress. I was like, I'm not wearing this to work around men. I don't want to wear this yes. to the comedy club. Yeah. I had one pair of linen pants and I just wore it every day. And by the last day, 
day on the airplane, I was like, I hate these pants. Yeah. And <laughs> then these you're pants like, are going to burn. Do I smell? Do I smell? I was having that last night just because the heat. You're like, oh, I think humidity. I smell like balls right now. Yeah, it is. I am always, I have a fear of smelling and I kind of don't really. Well, I just always think people can smell my vagina at all times. Hello, is that use, fish? Do you use sprays? <laughs> Down there? Yeah. No, because I've always heard that's like bad. So I just try to wash twice a day. I just yeah. like a light saw. A little light saw. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ow, that Glade plug in down yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So Ginny, where can everybody find you? I'm Ginny Hogan underscore on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm Ginny Hogan no underscore on, oh no, sorry, Instagram and Twitter. Ginny Hogan no underscore on TikTok. But there's no point in finding me on Twitter since it's dying, in my opinion. Yeah. Yes. I still use it though because I, I yeah, enjoy yeah. it to keep track of jokes and I just like it as an outlet for writing. Yeah, definitely. Same, yeah, same. Helpful, yeah. yeah, just like as a little thought exercise, I guess. Yeah, and I try not to get involved in clickbait on mm. it's gotten very clickbaity on there recently yeah. it's like a porn site yeah basically but anyway thanks for watching everybody lady journey <laughs> lady journey <laughs>